You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Nate Christian, Chevin Nooney. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? We're doing pretty good. We're doing pretty good. This is... This is episode two of the night. I would say episode one went pretty well. Hopefully you guys listened to it yesterday. It was fire. Hope you guys liked it. If you haven't already, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Or you know, if you think we need to do something better, you can still leave us a five-star review, but then DM us. You know. Yeah, I think this one even has the expectation of being much better because I can see Mike inviting old – Zach Evans to Washington Avenue for a boxing match at some point. But I could be jumping the gun. We'll see. It's going to be a double feature. It's going to be Zach Evans and Mike Bauer and Antonio Gibson and Philip Simmons. It's going to be so good. Pay-per-view only. I feel like Pork and I don't stand much of a chance in these matches. And just because I, quote-unquote, hate Zach Evans, I don't hate him. I hate some of the things he does. I think what he does well, he does really well. And I think what he does bad, he does really bad. These things can all be corrected, but we're going to tell you one thing, and that is who you should draft instead of Zach Evans. Now, of course, there's going to be a point where Zach Evans' value is going to be too good to pass up. And if people want to overhype him and overdraft him, then by God, let it happen. And I'll say it right now. looks like Zach Evans is going to be our this year's Drake London. Don't forget, wide receiver zero, Drake London. Jerry Rice checks for Drake London under his bed before he goes to sleep at night. (laughs) (laughs) that's right go ahead comment away so you know we're kicking the hornets nets tonight that's what we do but uh okay so currently he's pick 11 by the sleeper app if you're not playing on sleeper you're doing it wrong or not whatever do your thing don't invite me to a league if it's not a sleeper no you can invite me to a league on if it's not a sleeper just don't expect me to accept it <laughs> He's not getting in the chat either, folks. You know, I used to ask, oh, Chev, you know me. I used to ask, like, what's the buy in was my first question. Now it's what, what, you know, what's the platform? That's what I care about. It's so much nicer. I was so jealous when Bob was in Scott Fishbowl <laughs> and they did their draft on Sleeper. I was so freaking jealous of him, man. I'm like, you're so lucky. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? So currently he is uh, number 11. That's his ADP. And he's behind guys like Bijan, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, Quentin Johnston, JSN, Jameer Gibbs, Jordan Addison, Zach Charbonnet, Will Levis, and Michael Mayer. So, Nate, why are you low on Zach Evans? Yeah, so I would say I am low on Zach Evans. I've been low on Zach Evans for a while now, uh, going back to when he was at TCU. Um, You know, I'm going to start off with the negatives here, you know, because that's, that's how we're doing this thing here. Mm -hmm. Zach Evans is not a patient runner. He doesn't have that pacing in the backfield. He doesn't have the patience to wait for the hole to develop the gap to develop, to get that open space. If it's not right there in front of him, I feel like it's unlikely he's going to find it. And there was a lot of open space in the TCU offense. There's a lot of open space in the Ole Miss offense. And 
I just feel like there's a lot of times he didn't even get what was given to him. You know, we complain about when we're looking at NFL draft prospects, we're nitpicking some of the best college players out there. And sometimes we, you know, complain about, oh, this guy only got what was given to him. I felt like there was too many plays when I was watching Zach Evans where he didn't even get what was given to him. And that is, you know, a big red flag for me when I'm scouting the running back position. Because if you can't get at least what's given to you, then you're not going to be on the NFL field very often. You know, that's just the matter of fact right there. And then also, not only do I have these issues with him as a runner, but in the past game, he's basically non-existent. And it's a little bit of because I don't think he's really good at it and a little bit just because the coaches obviously didn't think he was good at it. You know, watching the film, he does have a couple catches every now and then. I believe he only had five receptions this final season to Ole Miss, especially, you know, disappointing, especially after he went to Ole Miss. And the idea was, okay, he didn't get many receptions at TCU. Let's see what he can do at Ole Miss. And he goes to Ole Miss and just gets completely outplayed, outsnapped, and just dominated by a true freshman, Quinshawn Judkins. And no, no offense to him because he's very, very talented, but you expect a guy like Zach Evans to go in there and really take over that running back one role and be that guy for that team. But no, the questions that we've had this entire time about Zach Evans throughout his college career in the Debbie world is, can he handle the full workload? Can he be that guy for a backfield? And three years in a row, he has proven that he cannot. Mm-hmm. And until he can prove that he can, I do not think that he is a RB1 in the NFL. I think he's a committee back. I think he could be a good committee back. Getting some of his strengths, he's fast, he's athletic. That's for sure. He's got a good frame. You know, he's that – this is my quote with Zach Evans, and this is how I'm going to you know end talking about him here, is he is an athlete playing the running back position. I don't view him as an athletic running back, and that's the difference for me. Now, there's enough upside there with his athleticism that I still have him, you know, graded out as a late day two pick, a late third-round pick. I think the talent could be there. You know, before the show, we were talking about going to the Philadelphia Eagles – I think he would do well in that offense that, you know, isn't asking him to do as much. Mm-hmm. But if he goes to a team that's going to rely on him to, you know, carry a workload and be the number one guy in the backfield, I think they'd be disappointed. So instead of going after Zach Evans, I'm picking up Tank Bigsby. You know, I think Tank Bigsby, he's my running back three in this draft class. And Tank Bigsby can do everything that Zach Evans can do. You know, he can do everything Zach Evans can't. Because he can catch the ball. He can run, go out there and run routes. He's proven it. He's proven he can be the running back one for a team. He's been the running back one for Auburn since his freshman year. And there really hasn't been too many questions about it. He's gone out there and done well with his vision, with his patience. And he has just as, just about as much athleticism as Zach Evans. So really, where all these negatives just start to add up with Zach Evans I don't have many negatives about Tank Bixby. He does everything pretty well, and he's a couple of elite traits that I really think stand out. And in his value right now, ADP-wise, he's almost in the second round. I'm picking up Tank Bixby everywhere. He's certainly a day-two pick, and if he gets a halfway decent landing spot, I'm going to have him everywhere. Before we get to you, Chev, let's just take a look at Zach Evans and his background here. He was a five-star recruit. He was 16th nationally ranked player. He was the second nationally ranked running back. Um, so scrolling down here, he was the leading rusher for North Shore team, North Shore High School, I guess, that won its second consecutive 6A D1 state championship. So from what I'm told about high school football, the more A's there are, the, yeah. the higher yes. rank it is. Yes. So 6A, that's pretty high. Pretty sure Northampton doesn't play in that because they suck. In 2018, he helped North Shore to the, the state title. In 2017, he was named the Houston Chronicle Newcomer of the Year. So looking at 
at his skill set here, and this is from Gabe Brooks. He projected him as a second-round draft pick in 2018, okay? Everything numerically was either a 9 or an 8. 9s were a long-speed burst and build, and then 8s for the rest of them, which was power, pass, catching, make missability, vision, and feet. We didn't really see that in college, mm-hmm. did we? And, you know, looking at some of the other, I mean, he was highly recruited. Yeah, it was a big deal. And there was some recruiting, some recruiting nonsense, I guess, that I'll say went on with his recruitment. It was up in the air. There was a late uh, rescinded offer. Uh, I think he was supposed, I believe he was supposed to go to Georgia, ended up going to TCU kind of out of nowhere. Um, And then, of course, he goes to Ole Miss. So he's had, you know, I don't think these are legitimate red flags, but they're Orange flags, orange okay. flags. You know, I think someone at work said orange flags the other day. I'm going to say orange flags. I mean, I will say this. He was offered by Penn State. They do know how to recruit running backs. Um, but just looking, I mean, a lot of SEC teams, Notre Dame, a lot of Big Ten teams. So yep. he didn't – he was not getting recruited by slouches here. And then we'll just go into his stats. It left a lot to be desired. He leaves school three years, two different schools, with 1,999 yards rushing. You couldn't get an extra yard from me, could you, Zach Evans? And 18 touchdowns, 30 receptions for 325 yards and two touchdowns. So he did not have a season over 1,000 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, his best season was last year at 936 yards and nine touchdowns. And that's because, I mean, you know, Ole Miss – Ole Miss was there to run the ball. And I I mean, you look at it, Zach Evans did well statistically, you know, but you watch the tape and you watch those games and you see that he's, he's not the guy that that offense is relying on. There were some Mm -hmm. games that he did outplay Quinshawn Judkins, but really Judkins was that guy. And by the end of the season was absolutely that guy. And just, there was a lot of times that, you know, Zach Evans just left a lot to be desired on the football field. And Quincha yeah. Jenkins coming in as a true freshman. Yeah. 1,567 yards, 16 touchdowns, 15 catches for 132 yards and a touchdown. The guy yeah. who was supposed to be Zach Evans' second fiddle just came in, and he's also – well, I don't have his height weight here, but I think he's a little bit bigger than Zach Evans is. So it's definitely concerning when you – you know, normally when you transfer and you transfer up, like mm-hmm. Nate said, he loves when guys transfer up. And then they do well. He really didn't do that. He did a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But we are concerned. Chev, let's go to you now. And why are you on Zach Evans? Yeah, I mean, I might, I'm, I think I'm the highest on him in the, at the Dice Rewind. And I feel like low ish. Let's, let's say that. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like I'm out of place here of the Dice Rewind. I actually like him a little bit more than I think you guys do. I think I just see an athlete that hopefully picks up what the NFL can bring to him. I think he's a good athlete. I think he's a guy that you see flashes of good hands, but then you also see flashes of brick hands and you hate to see that you see balls on the ground. Like I hope he hits the jug machine and gets running. I think he can. I think that's a thing that you can work on and get better at pretty easily. He has good speed. I don't think it's the best top end speed. I think there's other guys in this draft that are better than him at that. I think he does have good burst, though. I think when he sees a hole, he has – I think he has good vision. The patience part behind it, though, 
like Nate said, I, I'm not behind it. I think he needs to learn how to be more patient. There's a lot of times where he's too close to his lineman, and yep. by the time he's he's ready to cut, it's already too late. The hole's already closed up. Uh, so I think just being patient. I do see good vision, though. I see him doing good things, but there's also things that worry me a little bit. The pad level, to me, sometimes can be a little too high. I don't see him breaking a whole bunch of tackles once he's wrapped up. Um, so that that's a w- little bit of a worry for me for the yak potential, the wiggle. I don't see any wiggle from him very much, but that's what I love about him too. At the end of the day, like he's a one cut and kind of go mm-hmm. kind of guy and he'll be physical. So I like that about his game, but he's missing that part of the game where he can just break it off and make people miss him and not have to be physical and slow down. Right. So that's one thing I, I wish I saw a little bit more of him is just making people miss without having to be physical. Um, also, it's it's just the pad level for me. I just I just worry once he gets into the NFL, these bigger linemen, these bigger linebackers, like you have to stay low. I mean, we see Spears staying low, and that benefits him a lot. Now, if Evans played a little bit lower with how physical he is and his acceleration and speed that I think he has, I think he could be really good. But he's he's almost a guy that we're really hoping can turn it around. If you're drafting a 111, you're really hoping he can be a guy for you. I, I think when we first started doing mock drafts, we saw 203 and 28 as I think the ones that I was in. And I would love to draft him 208. I think that's a great spot for yeah. a guy that you are looking to have upside in the NFL. Yeah. I don't see him being a guy that I'm fully trusting as a running back one. Maybe not even a running back two. I think I can put him in the flex every once in a while and see him bust off because he does have big plays. He has yep. big playability, but there, I can also see where, you know, he has five touches and one reception and he has 33 yards on the day. I can yep. see that being a possibility. Uh, I don't know. I think there's other guys that I would like to put my money on. I think Downs is really good wide receiver. I love Tucker as well. Uh, I was going to say Will Levis, but I, I missed him on the list. I just think there's guys that I know I trust a little bit more what their ability is now. But I, I can see Zach Evans flourishing in the NFL if he's just coachable, if he's just somebody that learns patience. He's, I mean, he's just, it's just a hair more. I just don't like him being on the, the lineman's back so quick. Trent Richardson showed us that's not good. We cannot have that happening. Yeah. I think yeah, there's he's... traits, though. I think there's traits that I'm believing in that I can see him doing so. I, I don't see him being a second-round pick. I have him in the third round, I think, in my ranking. So it's not like I'm saying he's going to be a stud that's first, second round. I still see him being a third-round pick, but I see potential. I see potential in him. Here's why I'm wary. <laughs> and uh, let's talk about him getting drafted first. If he goes to a good offense, like yeah. the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, if they decide to move on from Joe Mixon, He's going to get an unnecessary bump. We saw the same thing happen with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. Okay. This is what happens when players go to good offenses. They get a bump that they shouldn't. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, let me tell you why I don't like Zach Evans. He does not have that dog in him. It's extremely inconsistent. Very good raw ability, but it's almost like he chooses not to be a good player. He does not have the best hands, like Chev mentioned. He's got stone hands. And every almost every single game cut up I watched of his, he put the ball on the ground in some capacity. If I see that, I think the NFL scouts are going to see that too. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
Now, he does have good size for the NFL, and he does have really good top-end speed, and I think that there's going to be offenses that can utilize his attributes well. Nate, like you said, if he's not the primary ball carrier, I think that's fantastic. If you could yeah. get him 10 to 15 touches a game, not necessarily runs, not necessarily receptions, he could probably be a decent, viable fantasy option. The problem is where he gets drafted in the NFL and where he's going to get drafted in fantasy football makes the value just way too rich for me. I'm not touching him anywhere right now before like the 2-2. It's right now. It's also February. A lot of things can change. We have the combine to happen yet. We're just looking at my scouting report for him. You know, a couple things. He does run into his lineman a lot. Chev, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Initial burst is good when there's a hole, but his long speed is better. That's a positive trait there. Sometimes he's too patient after the handoff, and he's slow with his first step sometimes. So, again, the inconsistency. Ball security is terrible. It's, like I said, stone hands. What are you doing out there? His pass protection is terrible, so he's not playing on third down. You know what I mean? And then, like, contact bounce isn't great. He likes to bounce off defenders or announces off defenders, as I have it on here. Must have been filling <laughs> this out after a couple of drinks. Let's change that real quick. Real quick. Gets off track easily. He runs out of bound. He shies away from contact. And I understand that you don't want to get hit a lot, but there are times where I saw a lot of plays where it's, like, second and nine, and he runs for eight yards. What if he would have just cut in and put his shoulder into a defensive back? You would have had another three or four yards. I mean, you're a five-star recruit. Play like one. Play like one. It's that easy. If you are that good, play like you're that good. Play like you're that dude. Play with swagger. Yeah. Play best ball with Dan because I said I was going to play this commercial, and I didn't. Let's go to it. <laughs> Let's talk to our man, Dan Rozier. Come on. Love Dan. So do I. Rewind us. Welcome to the offseason. It's your boy, Dan, here at the B-League says, telling you to be at underdog.com. Right now for your 2023 best ball drafts. 2023 rookies have already been added. I'm here to help you along the way. We're going to give you a promo code rewind, all caps for 100% matching deposit, up to $100. Come and join me in some drafts. Let's have some fun this offseason. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate that. Let's get back to Zach Evans and talk about the guys that I'd rather have over him. I would rather have players like blah, blah, blah. Sorry, we're going to have um, Kendra Miller who I think is a smoother and more physical runner. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, if we're going off of the running back position, it's athletic playmaking tight end. Eric Gray is a guy who I think you can get later and given the same amount of touches in an NFL game could be more productive. I think he's a better receiver and a more physical runner. And Sean Tucker, fast with good power. Sean Tucker's not the greatest receiver either. I think he could do it a little bit better than Zach Evans. So... That's where I'm at. Hey, that's all you want. I honestly think, though, like it's all up to landing spot for him, right? Like we've said it so many times this podcast already. Like what, it, it really comes down to landing spot for him. And it, I think it comes down to landing spot for a lot of these guys. I don't think we always say, you know, believe what you see. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to be put on a good team. You have to be get put in a good situation. Like, as much as we want to be right on just our film analysis, like we also have to think, you know what, maybe he got drafted in the fifth round because maybe he's just not that good. You know, I think we have to be True. Ch- check ourselves at the end of the day. So I, I think we're spot on with what we've said so far. I, I don't disagree with anything you guys said. Um, I just think, you know, I think there's more opportunity than, than what some of us see, but I'm and not right all the time either. So I could be wrong. 
we're not telling your wife that. We're just going to tell you that all the time. <laughs> she already um, knows that. You know, looking at some of the free agent running backs, too, because there's yeah, going to be tough. guys that move on. Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams. Who Jamal Williams, man. He, I'll tell you what. Talk about a great bargain by last year. Josh Jacobs. Um, I'm just kind of skipping past some of the insignificant people here. You got Miles Sanders. Can't forget about Taiwan Jones. He's a free agent. Oh, you know, and then just scrolling down the list, and it's like, okay, great. But so there's going to be starting caliber running backs that are going to be moving on, and that's going to leave voids. And you know what? Going back to Kareem Hunt, if he took the Kareem Hunt light role in Cleveland behind Nick Chubb, I think that would be a pretty good landing spot for him. Hard to do if without catching the ball. Yeah, it's kind of hard to do without catching <laughs> the ball. The Kareem Hunt very light role. What about like the tough? Seahawks? Like I know – they don't like to really throw the football too much. They want to run the ball. Could be decent. I don't think it's great with Kenneth Walker there, but they don't really have a second guy, really, in my opinion. DJ Dallas has been okay. You know I what? Mean, I love that, and here's why. If he goes to Seattle, everyone's going to freak out about Kenneth Walker. I'm just going to go buy him cheap everywhere. There you go. Oh, my God. Jack Evans ruined all my Kenneth happen. Walker shares, and I'm going to go. Come on over. Come over to me. Oh, the KW. We'll take him. Right here. We'll take him. Easily. Right over. So that's it. That's it for Zach Evans. Those are some guys we'd rather draft. But before we head out, you know, one of the things I want to say, and if I could get to the right tab, there's some guys in the second round, just looking at a recent mock draft that I did that I'd rather have. Um, in this draft, he went at the 2-9. So this was a little bit ago. Just looking at the second round, I'd rather have Keishan Boutte, Zach Downs, Zach Charbonnet, who was listed in this list? Sorry, mm-hmm. um, Zay Flowers, Devin Achain, Kendra Miller, Dalton Kincaid, Jalen Hyatt. So the real question comes to this: XFL is back. Ooh. Will Zach Evans be in the NFL from three years from now? Or are we going to see Zach Evans in the XFL? Is what? What do you guys Ooh, think? Man, I mean, Cam Akers still has a job, and he he's the last <laughs> guy I said looked like an athlete playing running back. So I'm going to have to say that. I think Zach Evans has enough talent to still be in the NFL. I think when you talk about landing spot and how dependent some players are in landing spot, I think it depends on the player. I think Zach Evans is a guy I don't expect to, you know, the cream rises to the top kind of thing Mm -hmm. from a bad situation, but could excel in a good situation. There's players out there I believe in that can excel in bad situations. Zach Evans is not one of those. I think he needs a good situation to go into. I completely agree. He is not situation proof. Not by any means. So, all right, that is going to do us. Oh my god! Sorry, now it's too loud. That is going to do it for us tonight. Hope you guys enjoyed our slander on Zach Evans. Call it whatever you want. That's fine. We don't hate the guy. We just think that you could do better. So check out all of our great sponsors: Underdog, SeatGeek, Doctor Squatch, and check out our new merch store. All the links are down down below. Like Nate said, give us a glowing five star review. Don't forget about our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Bonus content out the wazoo, uploading almost every day. So until next time, for Chevin Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thanks for listening. <laughs>